I am not that old. I was nervous. I was like, I'm in the room with all these professionals. Like I'm 25 and I'm like gonna be the president of the group. Like they're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> like I'm just like this kid. We good to go? It's kind of annoying when you go through the whole thing and it's not recording. Yeah, <laughs> we've had that before. You guys, you guys, a lot nicer setup than ours. So I'm sure. Uh, well, the come, tech, come yeah. try it out. Come yeah, record a few sweet. down here. This is fun. cool. Okay, and video, the real deal. Oh yeah, we get some video. Okay, awesome. All right, well, welcome Joe to the Innovative Builder Podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited yeah. to be here. Yeah, I am too. Thanks for coming on and sacrificing your morning to be with us. So, no, I'm looking forward to this. Will be fun. So, oh yeah. So you said you've been hollering since 5 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I got the early shift this morning. And basically, yeah, our day is we're open from doors open 4.30, 4.45. And we're going till about eight o'clock. So, I suppose, yeah. yeah. And uh, we got a team to get that done. So yep. it's myself, Brendan, who is also in a BNI chapter. Yep. That's actually how our business got introduced to BNI. And then Alex, um, those are the three main coaches. And then the owner, Chris. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so Chris, it's his, it's his baby. Oh, yeah. Um, and just over the years, so since 2006, it's been a slow build oh, yeah. and just over that time frame, uh, it's, he's only brought on us three. Cool. And kind of how we all got there is, um, I like to think of it as like in a, an apprenticeship. Yeah. So we all started as interns for at least a year. Mm-hmm. worked into some part-time stuff and then was all of us are full-time now. So between the three of us, that's our team. We do all the coaching and, uh, Alex is actually in Switzerland. So that's why I have the early, the oh, early wow. morning shift. So usually he's the early morning guy. Um, you get to go home and sleep now a little, yeah, a little bit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we should probably back up a little bit. Um, just so listeners kind of know, little bit more about you and what you do so if you wouldn't mind I was kind of mentioning before we started here that you know you and I have known each other for I don't know maybe six months now yeah um so I'm I'm actually looking forward to this to kind of get you get to know you a little better and okay so if you want to maybe tell us a little bit about your career path where it started like with your first job and yeah for sure how you've got to where you are now yeah so I guess we'll go way back. Uh, Basically, I came to Duluth for school. Mm -hmm. I went to St. Scholastica and I knew I wanted to do something that I could help people. I was always interested in like medicine and how the body moved and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at Scholastica, they have a really like highly regarded program, exercise physiology. Okay. So I went there. Um, there's basically three routes that that degree can take you. The primary one is physical therapy. I, just the way my brain works, I would rather address like a problem before it ever becomes a problem. So I leaned more towards the sports performance and, um, like, exercise prescription. So like being a coach and working in a gym and stuff like that. Now, like that concept wasn't foreign to me. Like I've moved my body my whole life. Mm -hmm. I grew up basically trying to play every sport I could, like playing outdoors. Um, I grew up on kind of like a small hobby farm. So like I'm just really, so (laughs) I went to Elk River uh, high school and I grew that in up, Minnesota. Yep. yep okay. Yeah. So, um, it's not in the Twin Ports area. It's uh, northwest suburbs. Okay. So for people up here, basically how I describe it is, uh, if you're familiar with Maple Grove, gotcha. You drive another 25 minutes northwest, and you're going to run into Elk River. I see. If you drive another 15 minutes, you run into it's called Orock Township, and that's where I grew up. Okay. So a little bit more rural. Um, I loved it. Like it was awesome. Um. We had um, just a big pole barn. We had horses, more dogs, cats than you could ever want. Uh, Active, active lifestyle. Yep. Awesome. And 
just with like having that at your disposal as a kid, like you get asked to do things that are physical. Oh yeah. Maybe not the most fun stuff, but like you get asked to do things that you are learn physical. about hard work. Exactly. Yeah. And that was cool. something that um really drew me to kind of this profession where if that's something that's really important to me, I wanted to work with people that that's also important yeah. too. So that's probably one of my favorite things about my job now is I get to be a part of people's hopefully most fun hour of their day, but yeah. sometimes it's also their most challenging mm -hmm. and I get to be with them for that part of their day. And to see them usually rise to the occasion is really cool. But um, I grew up there, graduated from Elk River, came up to Duluth as a family growing up, we would, Duluth was always like our hot spot. Like we wanted to do trips there. We loved it. And when the opportunity to go to school up here and play baseball presented mm -hmm. itself, it was like a no brainer. Oh, yeah. So I went there, got my undergrad uh, in exercise physiology, and then was lucky enough, they have a graduate program there. So I got my master's degree in exercise physiology. Hmm. And that's something that as a business, we kind of pride ourselves on. Yeah. So all three of us, Brendan, Alex, and myself, we have a master's degree and then Chris has a doctorate. Wow. <laughs> it's not, yeah, not that common for people working at a quote unquote gym. Yeah. Um, and, and as a business, like we try to lean into that. Sure. Like we're bringing a level of professionalism that you're not going to get at. Yeah. A deeper, I don't want to talk. A deeper yeah, understanding well, of exactly, the body yeah. and how it works. And yeah. And, and, like, I don't want to play the comparison game to like other things in town or whatever, but we really do pride ourselves on that as far as we put in the time yeah. to make sure that we have the education and that deep level of understanding to give you the highest level of quality and like be able to think at a deeper level than just like mm -hmm. being a cheerleader. Sure. Like that's not what we're there to do. We're really there to coach you and give you that next level. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. It was something appealing to me when like when the full-time offer presented itself, I'm like, yeah, this is a strong team and people recognize that. And mm -hmm. like, I want to be a part of that team. Yeah. So, um, so how long you been there? So, so yeah. IST CrossFit. IST CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. I probably, <laughs> probably glazed over that. Um, I started as an intern there in the spring of 2018 starting that okay. apprenticeship process basically. Yeah. So as an intern or part-time staff, I was there from spring of 2018. So that was my end of my senior year all the way through grad school. So a full calendar year, full-time, really lucky time out on this, January 1st of 2020. Really? Crazy, yeah. So- Pandemic hit and you were jumping into your career. I was jumping into my career and yeah, I just had to learn had to learn a lot really quick, some challenges. We as a business were sent online. That was our first time we've ever yeah. So when you talk about something that separates you as a business <laughs> is that hands-on coaching mm -hmm. and that level that we can provide, and then they take that away. It was a really Big it was a, it was, a, it was an obstacle. Yeah. It was wow. it was so people would just like over Zoom be in their yes. living room and so what we did, yeah, yeah, it's crazy to look back at. So basically from March till we were allowed to start doing outdoor stuff. Oh, I see. At the end of May, I believe. Okay. And then we had people back in the gym in June. So there was still like a three month period where we were running Zoom, mm -hmm. four, four to five classes a day still. So trying to offer the same level of reach to people. Um, but yeah, you got really good at like even a deeper level of communication. Yeah. Like you might have to stop people and be like, I need you to orient yourself differently in the camera so I can see the movement the way I need to see it to coach you or being, you know, just really able. And to that's how you started. Basically. Yeah. I basically, other yeah. than your internship. Yeah. Other than my internship. So like being past you know, a lot more responsibility and then being thrown into that, it was kind of interesting. Um, but my biggest takeaway from that is I made the right decision to be at the place I'm at in my career because oh, yeah. our members were so loyal to us and it was crazy. Hmm. Like the way we run our business is like, we don't do contracts. 
So lots of gym do contracts because mm-hmm. over the long term you can make more money. Right. Because if they lose touch with you, but you still have their, you still know, still got to pay. They yeah. still got to pay. We don't run it that way. We're month to month. Oh yeah. We kept like almost eighty five percent of our membership for wow. three months when they knew, like we were trying our hardest, right. but it's not the same. No. And we were we were pretty clear with them, like we're going to do our best, but we know that we're better when when we have you guys in here. So. For me, as a new guy who just signed on full time, that showed me that the gym has the right culture where like the business is gonna be really successful long term. And then basically once we came back in June, it's just been up and up. Like we're continuing to grow, like basically every quarter we're seeing growth and that's what we want. And then we kept basically 85% of our core membership Mm -hmm. and now, I think we're we're just better off for it. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. A lot it, of businesses are. Yeah. The pandemic tested yeah. everybody a little differently. Yeah. You know. And and we you know we kept some stuff that we actually liked from that time. Sure. Like oh, we yeah. like we structure our business differently now, as far as how we organize classes and like a registration system and stuff like that. Yeah. So it wasn't all bad. It was more bad than good, but it got, wasn't all got bad. Got a little more organized. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It forces, oh, yeah. it forces you to. Yep. And it forces you to really be aware of the decisions you're making as a business as mm-hmm. far as what am I putting my time and energy into. Yeah. And it was kind of around that March time when a new BNI chapter was forming. And Chris is like, you're going to go to this. Hmm. And you're going to be a part of the launch. And I'm like, okay, like, let's do it. Was he involved in BNI? So I kind of talked about it already. So Brendan represents us in the Lake Superior chapter. I see. Chris, when he started the business back in 2006, he was in that Lake Superior chapter from mm. 06 to, I believe, 09. The business grew. He was a one-man crew, basically. So he had to step away. But as soon as that first full-time person came on, which was Brendan, right back in. Oh, yeah. So... I would say for the majority of the existence of the business, BNI has been a part of it. Cool. And then with how the business is laid out, Brendan, Alex, and myself are the more outward facing Hmm. faces of the business. Like we do the coaching, we do the interaction with the members. It makes the most sense for us to be representing in the BNI chapter. So (laughs) I remember the, the first meeting of the group, we met up at Hermantown Chamber and uh, there's there's some members who were there that would remember that. And uh, how many were there? Oh gosh, it was a group of Half like eight, eight of yeah, us. Eight of us. It was yeah. It was not that it, nothing. And it, it wasn't hey we have a chapter. It was hey we're we're gonna try to launch one. And this was the first week of March. And there was just like rumbling starting to happen of like hey there might be this thing like whatever. And I distinctly remember. Cause Jake and I have known each other for um, like eight, nine years now. Cause we mm. played baseball together at Scholastica sure. and Jake was one of the members who was there. And I go, Hey, like you're in the financial sphere. Like, like, give me a, give me a pulse. Like what's going on here? Like, yeah. do, what, do I need to be stressed out? Whatever. Like, um, and he goes, ah, trust me not a problem. Like we're going to be fine. And then a week later, everything like, and I, I still call him on, I'm like, and then everything shut down. So, <laughs> so he kind of ate his words a little bit on that global and, event. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, however, all of us in the room still like, we're like, we're going to do this thing. Sure. So we launched the chapter completely online. Oh, and really? So it started online. It started online. So we were running Zoom meetings. I didn't realize that. And that's how we grew So the honestly, chapter. this uh, recent milestone to be all in person is- First time ever. Is kind of a new experience with this chapter. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I didn't it's know really that. cool. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's basically been two years of working towards that. Okay. And like in BNI, when you're you know trying to get traction and get new members and stuff- um, it's just, it's hard online. Like some, you know, some chapters are still going with that and trying to find a way, but I know for us, there was definitely some challenges, but 
the members that decided to join saw the long-term vision yeah. and the and the potential benefit it could have. And a lot of those people are still around yeah. because they saw that. So that was really cool. Yeah, it was nice to see, you know, even when we went to in person, Tara was probably the only one that just right out of the gate wasn't going to be able to make it work. Exactly. I was kind of wondering how many would fall off right yeah. away. And we might see a few more, but. And that's. It's understandable. Know, it's. It's not uncommon of any BNI chapter, though. Yeah. Like you see fluctuations, and, and people come honestly, and go. you you want some fresh blood every once in a yeah. while, and Turnover it's not it's good. it's good it's good for the chapter. But yeah, it's pretty crazy to think that when we started, it was only Zoom, mm -hmm. and it was probably because we did only Zoom that whole summer. I remember because even when I was back in the gym, yeah. I was sitting on my laptop in the BNI meeting. Oh, yeah. So it was probably six months before any of us had ever seen each other in person. Wow. And then we started doing the, you know, meeting in person with the hybrid and stuff. And yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to see the evolution. Who was the first president? Was that Kevin, Kevin? was, yeah. yeah, Kevin was. So for the majority of his presidency, it was online and then transitioning to the hybrid. Mm. And then, yeah, I mean, we like we basically just had our first fully in person this month, so basically two years of. Hmm. That's interesting. Of, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I knew we were a new chapter, but I didn't realize that there basically hasn't been a full in person yet. So. No, which it's exciting. It is. It's it's way better. Yeah, just more bodies, more energy. I mean, networking is kind of a face to face thing. It is, you know. Well, when you're when you're really trying to get to know somebody and do business with them, mm -hmm. you kind of got to see the whole picture. Yeah. And the whole picture is not just the words that are coming out of their mouth. It's you know how do they carry themselves, body language, how they treat other people in the yep. room. Yeah. It's all important. Oh yeah. So, I think for the long term health of the chapter, it's really exciting. Yeah. So, kind of today's conversation was the goal was to kind of talk about BNI and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been in here maybe four to six months. Our company's been represented since pretty early on, it sounds yeah. like. Yep. Um, but I would I would like to learn a little bit more. Um, and you as the president, kind of how you got into it and, you know, did you know about it before you joined IST and yeah. kind of what the, what the purpose is? Okay. So I guess I'll start with my first experience. I came as a visitor with Brendan to the Lake Superior chapter in January mm -hmm. of 2020. So basically right when I came on full time, Chris goes, Hey, there's rumblings. There's going to be a new chapter. I want you to go visit because once one, you know, does come into launch, you're going to be a part of it. Yeah. And, um, so I went, honestly, their chapter is, it's really big. So yeah. for a first time experience, it's the it, biggest one, isn't it? Yeah. They're, when I had went, I and think that was- Is it in Minnesota? Yep, or? yeah, yeah, okay. yep. So they meet at um, the Clyde. Mm -hmm. So really close to the location of our business, which is nice. So we just went over there. Uh, they meet on Thursday morning. So I went to that meeting. And for first time experience, it was intimidating because that wow. was like their peak membership. I think they were close to 60 people. Wow. So they structure their meeting a lot differently than we do. Mm. And it's- you know, really fast paced. You're trying to, you know, you're kind of just thrown in the deep end and try to and try to figure it out as a visitor. Now, the experience was still enjoyable, and I, I'm like, okay, there's definitely value here because yep. when I saw Brendan walk in the room, he's getting flagged down by four, five, six people to come say hi, like check in, how's it going, and then later I find out, I'm like, okay, they're in our boot camp. I see them in class every day and it's like, okay, this is where the business is coming from. Oh yeah. So the reason why, like I said, I was sent as a visitor was Chris knew I was gonna be a part of a new chapter mm -hmm. when that launched. B&I is, I would say from a marketing standpoint, the most critical portion of our business. <laughs> um, we spend like very, little money and time on anything else yeah. because we believe like the kind of business we are 
there's a pretty big trust curve. Right. Like I would be really naive it's to say. It's a pretty personal experience. Super. And I would be really naive to say that like I'm unaware of the fact that some people when I even bring up the word exercise like that, like it triggers them because yeah. they've had bad experiences or whatever. So me being a BNI group, I get, you know, basically an interaction every week with somebody to prove to them, Hey, like I'm in your corner Yeah, and this is what we can provide. And like, this is the, I guess, level of like, person you're going to be dealing with on right. a day-to-day -day basis if you choose to work with us. So that was really appealing and it's worked really well for our business. Mm -hmm. We don't really need to use other kinds of marketing to generate that, you know, the new customer base and stuff like that. Um, it's also been really beneficial for those third tier referrals. Yeah. So two years into the chapter now, I'm starting to see those. Where Basically people that have talked to exactly. people who have talked to people. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that's when, you know, a, uh, your time in BNI has been well spent and B you're doing good as a business because yep. word of mouth is when you can get to that point, the trust curve is there yep. because people are usually going out of their way to talk about your business yeah. cause they, cause they're having such a good yeah. time and they trust you. Yeah. Referrals are the best leads and they should be your biggest lead source. Yes. Even if you do have a crazy growth plan, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll, it'll likely always remain the biggest lead source. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what we've found. Yeah. And I, and I'll be honest, I, when I hear you give your commercials every once in a while, when you really break down, like, the level that you guys are thinking about stuff at mm -hmm. I'm like it's been a good eye-opening experience for me as far as because I'll go back to my business and be like hey Chris like you know I think we should be tracking this mm -hmm. or like can you show me like you know where we're looking at this kind of stuff because um like obviously you guys you know the business is different but the right. story's not all that different right like it's you right. know at the end of the day it's just taking care of people and exactly and you have a a service that they need or want. For sure. Yeah. So kind of two years in, it's it's been cool to see how the BNI experience has grown our business and just the relationships I've been able to build within the group and oh, yeah. um and just getting to show people what we're about and, you know, the good we can do. Yeah. Um so you you hadn't really heard of BNI before. No. So okay. what does it stand for? Uh, business network international yeah, okay. or networking international or something. So like basically that. it's, it's a, a very structured way to, uh, to network with people. Right. Yep. I mean, that's for people that wouldn't, wouldn't know that's what it is. Yeah. And when I was in school, I would say I was not ever drawn to things that were entrepreneurial or marketing based. I was like, okay, you guys are doing your classes over there. I'm doing my classes here. Like we're in a way different world. Hmm. And cause like, you know, a lot of my teammates and roommates and stuff, they were in marketing management, stuff like that. And I would, you know, I'd hear him talk, but I would never dig in cause it just didn't interest me. Sure. But then when I actually had the opportunity to be a part of a BNI, it was still like a slow burn for me. Like sure. I wasn't super interested. I was like, okay, I'm, I, I am gonna do this because I obviously want my business to do well and I'm gonna work hard to yep. you know, bring good people into our business. But it probably took me about six months to kind of have the light bulb moment where it's like, okay, this is really good for our business. And then B from a personal standpoint, like I'm growing a lot. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of opportunity to have self growth along with business growth. Absolutely. So that's been, that's been pretty cool to experience in BNI as well. Yeah, no, you do a great job. I sometimes th that's a tough job, you know, to stand up there and, you know, give off the energy every time and, and keep the group on task. And yeah. that's, that's commendable. So have you, uh, of course I haven't been around so long, but was it, uh, do you feel like you've grown quite a bit? I think you kind of already mentioned that, but yeah. like, 
I would say, so when Kevin asked me if I wanted to be the president for this upcoming year, I, I definitely, I had to think about it because a, I wanted to make sure that, you know, it wasn't going to take away from what I was going to be doing on my job Mm because that's number one priority. Right. Anything BNI is in addition to my job. It's a additional resource for the business. Um, so I actually sat down with Chris. I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this? Um, I'm 50, 50. I don't really know. I could go either way. And, you know, we kind of came to the conclusion together that just go for it, you know, whatever, you know, it's a year. If you don't like it and they offer it again, just don't take it. Right. And in reality, um, I'm really glad that I did because just in one year of doing it, I've seen in myself more personal growth than I probably have in a like what in kind a, of in growth? A really just 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 confidence in talking about my my abilities mm-hmm. in my job. Like it's given it's given me a lot more confidence in my abilities. It's made me better at my job because in many ways leading the meeting is not that different than me leading a class. Yeah. And it's helped me improve my communication skills. It's helped me improve my efficiency because if you can say the same thing in less words and get the message across, that's good for this meeting and it's good for my job. So it's gotten me better at that. And it's definitely opened me up to people who think differently than me. Yeah. If I spend all of my day at the gym, yeah. I'm in my own just little one, I'm in my one own, perspective. Yeah, I'm in my own little bubble. Everybody probably agrees with most of the things I agree with or they won't be there. Right. You know, we're right. for the majority of things. Yeah. And uh here I'm getting to reach out to people who work in a lot of different businesses yep. and who their day to day is a lot different than mine. And it's right. opened me up to things that otherwise I would be closed off to. And yep. I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah. The because, perspective is huge. Yeah. It's, it's been really valuable. And I was also a little bit hesitant too, because I am not that old. I was nervous. I was like, I'm in the room with all these professionals. Like I'm 25 and I'm like going to be the president of the group. Like they're going to laugh at me. (laughs) Like I'm just like this kid. (laughs) And so it kind of not necessarily like that. It's an act, but like you kind of just have to walk in there and you know, you have to walk the walk. Yeah. And presenting is, I mean, it is acting. It is. Yeah. So we, we do sales training and that's, that's how we train. It's like, you have a, performance yes you you need to get ready for it prepare for it yeah and you need to execute it and you need to have an audience that's engaged and ready to move forward you know so. for sure and that's and and like you brought it up man it's tuesday morning <laughs> somebody's got to bring the energy right. so you know you if you're steering the ship you got to be there yeah with that energy and, and you do that every day in your job exactly so it's yeah it's it's, it's not a, that foreign to me but right. It's different when, and and this was my thought when I had started at president, it's like, wow, it's going to be so much different because, you know, I'm in my area of expertise, yep. like nothing's going to come at me where it's going to, you know, cross me up. I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone a little bit, but really it has just proven to me that, you know, if you can be authentically yourself and use your strengths, yep. um, people will respond to that. Oh yeah. So has it helped you guys, uh, articulate what you do and why you do it a little better? Or was that all pretty clear when you came along as far as like the mission and yeah. So from a personal standpoint, it's gotten myself better at speaking about the business. Yeah. So I am now more able to sit down have a conversation and listen to things when people are telling me that I can kind of jump in and say, oh, we can do this for you. And this is why, stuff like that. Now, I would say some of my better commercials and kind of where other members have had light bulb moments have actually come from stories. So like when I talk about what people are doing at the gym, 
that that resonates more with people than hey we have this six week program or hey we're starting our you know ten weeks it turns into too much of a commercial for sure which yeah I actually learned last week that uh, BNI officially calls it a weekly presentation okay so I was listening to the Power of One podcast and yeah it used to be commercial and it was actually something else before that but um, but I like that because I we've always even with our marketing just the new generation is kind of anti-commercial, right? We're kind of turned yeah. off by anything being pushed at us. And it was interesting how I explained it. Basically, we, your audience shuts down as soon as, as, soon as it's perceived as a, like a sales tactic or a, yeah. a commercial. Whereas, you know, the, the primary core value of BNI is giver's gain. And when you're, when you're up there to provide value just from an educational standpoint, that's actually the... Uh, the trust that is much quicker gained, but yeah. Yeah. I guess when I stopped being so focused on in my own commercials, trying to necessarily like, Hey, this is what we provide like at this price, stuff like that. And take more of the, I guess like the best analogy I've ever heard is like, the good car salesman versus the bad one. Mm-hmm. The good one is the one who's going to walk up to you and say, hey, I'm here to help. When you need me, come find me. And this is what I can do for you. Right. Versus the guy who's kind of trying to... Following you around. Yeah, and- following you around and, you know, and push things on you. Right. Because I think you're 100% right. I know at least for people my age, I don't want to be pressured into mm-hmm. anything. I want it to be my decision yep. to come to somebody to ask for help yep. or for guidance or whatever. And I personally relate better to when I'm given a story or a situation where it's like, hey, this is who we're able to help. And this was the outcome of of whatever. And I'm like, well, that, you know, if I was in that situation, that's what I would want. Yeah. So um, I found, I find those presentations really, really beneficial. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I I would agree. And I don't know that I've ever in my mind, like, came to that so that's helpful even just to for me it's it's really interesting because every every week you're like being out you know it's in the back of your mind and then all of a sudden monday <laughs> yeah. comes and you're like <laughs> yeah, okay what did i do oh it's already did have a one-to-one but what am i gonna talk about tomorrow but it it's good because it and that's what that's what i really like about being is the the app the structure yeah the point system like you don't get to just do what you want, you know? No. And, and I think, have you heard like negative talk about BNI? I mean, just from peers and people in the industry. I know I have before I ever joined, it was basically anyone I ever talked to is like, I hate BNI. Really? Okay. So, I mean, again, coming from my kind of just not that much experience and like our business liked it. Yeah. My background was, hey, this is good for us. Sure. And we're going to give it a good effort. That was just for BNI in particular. My personal opinion on marketing groups was um, it's going to be like one of two things. You show up every week, you like, you know, coffee, donuts, whatever, like yep. just shoot the, you know, stuff like that. And nothing's really getting done. Yep. Second thing was like, oh, it's going to be like speed dating. Okay, everybody's got the 30 seconds, rush around, like pass your cards, whatever. So when I actually came to the first, the visitor's day at Lake Superior chapter, I did like the structure of it because they were talking about things that were trackable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Oh yeah, it's metric driven. Huge. And that's, my brain works better that way. Yep. Same. I, re- I resonate with that stuff. And somebody who I would say like just intrinsically motivated if you give me like, you know, a standard, I'm going to work hard to try right. to get that. And I think sports is huge that way. Yes. You got a scoreboard. Yep. And yep. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Yep. Yeah, who's you, winning, who's yep, losing. Yep. You turn the clock on. It's like, okay, let's keep like, let's go. Yep. And, uh, so I think, especially like from my experience in our chapter, but B and I in general, when they've made it more metric driven, you draw people who are also responding to that kind right. of, so you're getting lots of like-minded people in the room. So obviously they're going to 
you know, see eye to eye on that yep. and they'd be better business partners anyway. Yep. So it basically is kind of, you know, just the loop just goes on and on and on because yeah. you got the right people in the room and you got, you know, the right, you got the right mix of everything. Yeah. What I've found is it's, it's generally, I mean, I, I could probably list a half a dozen people that tried it, didn't like it, or just talked poorly of it uh, really? before I ever joined. So, so what made you guys want to well, still go with it then? Cause there, I, I, I mean, I couldn't name any, but I know there are other not options. So many, not, not even so many, um, in our group, just externally. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what I kind of identified after being a part of this group and l realizing that it is very structured and all that is the accountability is strong. Yes. And yeah. I think that's what it is. It's maybe the more visionary types or just people that don't like that kind of accountability. You know, I think that's, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. You know, it's people that don't operate under a, a rigid timeline or a rigid structure, but not a hundred percent, but that's yeah. in general what I kind of, yeah, I would say in my time in the chapter, just like within inviting people and having people visit and stuff, really the only negative I've heard is, gosh, that's a lot of commitment every week. Like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I, I just always stress to people that if you give it a chance, you're going to see why we meet every week. Yeah. Because not every business in our group is a super fast transactional business. Right. Like you need to get lots of interaction with people yep. to build that trust. Yep. And if you're not getting that weekly, you know, interaction or touch with people and stuff like that, um, from a personal standpoint, it's easy to kind of put it in the back of your mind too. Yep. You're like, well, you know, I really could pass this person a referral, but I'm not going to see him for three weeks. So right. I'll pass it to him in three weeks and then you forget about it. Yep. So having that weekly accountability and just mm -hmm. really developing a relationship with people, yep. you know, they, Absolutely. they go from the back of your mind to your front of your mind. Yep. Cause when, it's, it's kind of cool now because I get in my day to day, you know, 150 to maybe 300 interactions with different people. Yeah. And I get to hear, you know, yes, I'm doing coaching, but I want to be a part of your life too. So tell me what's going on. Like, Hey, you right. got this, you know, you got this project, you, you know, your kids are doing this thing, whatever. And <laughs> kind of end up being I, the counselor. <laughs> It, you know, some, yeah, some, you know, it's as much psychological as it is physical oh, yeah. some days, That's, but I can totally see that. But, uh, when people are talking to you and, you know, they're talking about what's going on in their life, I never thought I would get to this point in B and I, but I, I get the little like guy on my shoulder. I'm like, I got a guy like, Hey, do you want, you know, yeah. do you want their info, whatever? And I think that's kind of the last step, like as a member, once you, can be an advocate for other people in the group. Mm -hmm. You're you're basically as valuable as your weekly commercial. Yep. And that's when a healthy chapter is going, you got a lot of members who are doing that for each other. Yep. And that's that's what I see going on with our chapter right now and um it's why I'm excited to continue to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, for you know, we've had a couple different folks from our company represented but and it was the same thing. It came down to time commitment. And yeah. um, lastly, even with Jace, it was like, hey, put his time all on a, on a whiteboard. And it was like, the goals require you to run this many leads a week. Mm -hmm. So I offered to take, the, take that off his plate, you know. And for me, the number one reason was actually just personal growth, you know. Yeah. It's one thing that, like most people, has terrified me is public speaking and you know, at this point, our, we've got 50 employees and, you know, every time we do a quarterly meeting or something, anything like that, it's, it's still pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. See, so you say that, but you're, whenever you come up, like it's, it's smooth, like, <laughs> but it, you know, isn't it's, that funny in your head? You're just, you're totally jammed up and <laughs> well, even the, even the story Kevin told about himself, like I would have, I would have never thought what that. What story was that? So, uh, <laughs> he used to faint. 
Oh, doing public speaking. Really? Yeah. And he's like, and, and he's now really he, good. And now, he, yeah, he's a really good speaker. It's like you're a realtor, man. Like you're speaking to people <laughs> all day. It's like, how can you be afraid of he's, afraid of that? So he sows some good humor into his stuff. Yep, and yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. it is. It, it's it's cool to see people grow. Yeah. And even when new members start out, a lot of the questions I get from new members is like what should I talk about? Like, what do people want to hear? And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's kind of trial and error. Like you kind yeah. of got to figure out what works best for you. And, um, you see them three, six months in and it's like, wow, your commercials are good now. Like oh, yeah. I, like I know what you're doing. I know that you care. And that's the kind of person I want to do business with. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, one of the benefits that I realized of a month or two into doing this was I was really being forced to articulate like to do a one-to-one -one and have somebody say, Hey, so what do you do? Yeah. You know, why do you do it? You know, what's your, what sets you apart? Like internally in your head, you think you have all that clear, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't properly communicate that. Right. Yeah. And there's obviously a million different mediums that we can communicate that. And this is just one of them. It just so happens that in a form of public speaking, you you do got to put a little prep into it to you do to yeah. do it well. And and you know, I wish I, I I put more prep into it, but it's really forced me to like sometimes put an hour into writing it out and be like, is that dry or is that isn't that crazy? Though? <laughs> an an hour for a one minute talk. <laughs> yeah, but but it's good because it, yeah, you know, I I save all mine and even go back, back into them or even I've recycled some of the stuff, even at company meetings, you know, my yeah. uh, 10 minute presentation, I, one of the, uh, Jamie, whose office is nearby, he heard me that morning. He's like, that was really interesting. He's like, I've never heard that story. He's like, you should share that with the company. Huh. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of assumed everybody knew the story, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like you said, I think that storytelling is huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody has a little kid. Like, oh yeah. They love getting told stories because oh, yeah. people, I think whether it's in business or, you know, in life, whatever, people want to know, like you're human. Like yeah. what, what like, is it? Like, what, what, is it like, what are that? your experiences? So when you can, you know, meet people on that level because mm -hmm. everybody's had lots of life experiences. It doesn't have to be the same life experience, but when they can kind of step into, you know, your life and be like, wow, like, yeah, I could see how that's impactful mm -hmm. or I could see how that's really helpful. Um, they can put their own kind of mental twist on it and they can be like, yeah, yep. I need that service or, yep. you know, I know somebody. Or I just, I just want to talk to that person. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. You think about that, just the, the story dynamic, like I'll be honest, some days I'm present half, half, half for the meeting, you know, and it's, yeah. it's not anyone's fault, but as soon as somebody gets into a little personal story or experience, boom, you're, yeah, it just brings, brings you back in. It must it. just be like just a common human thing. Just some, yeah. <laughs> ties, so ties it all together. Yeah. And that's, It's it's been really cool to just like look at people as more than a business. Yeah. Like I know when we had our first one to one, I think this was pretty early when you got into the chapter. Um, like that was one of the first times you had like talked about the business, and I'm like, okay, you know that's not that dissimilar than how Chris started his business. Yeah. And it's been like this really slow burn, and I'm like okay, I wonder if there's anything I can take from him and mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe one day if I want to start my own or if I, you know, myself or if our team like takes the business over from Chris, it's like, what can I learn from other people? Yeah. Because if people have gotten to the point where they're in a BNI chapter, for the most part, like they've done a lot of things, right? And they're taking another step. Yeah, to they, do something, they have right? time to invest in the future, basically. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not... They're not running circles or yeah. day, day Putting out fires. Yep. And, yeah. Even though there's still plenty of that that happens. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it is a legit milestone for sure. Yeah. Um, 
when you think about like business networking, that's, that's what we're talking about. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of our chapter. Like there's quite a few people that are like not B2B, like more business to customer actually. Yeah. Um, I think there's always been this thought that networking only applies to B2B business to business. Mm. Um, what do you think about that? I would say that the biggest thing that I learned early on in BNI, and it was early on in my career, was uh, I don't really care like what line of work you're in. If you're doing something for somebody, you're in the service industry, yeah. so you got to learn how to work with customers, and you got to learn how to, whether it's from an intellectual standpoint talk to them on the same level yep. from a personal standpoint, meet them for whatever their goal is. Yep. So for example, in, in my line of work, a really healthy long-term customer is somebody who they've not only came to us just for, Hey, I want to like look a certain way. The light bulbs have connected where it's like, I want to live my life a certain way. I want to be able to move my body so I can do what I want to do. And a part of that is I eat a certain way so I can be healthy and I can, it's this holistic approach. Mm -hmm. However, when I get somebody as a new customer, it's usually, Hey, you know, my clothes don't fit right right now. What can you do for me? Yeah. So I'm going to meet them there, but I know in the back of my mind, like if I can get them in the door, right. they can be that long-term, really, really enjoyable customer to work with. Yeah. Um, from like a business to business standpoint, I, I guess I had to look this up because gyms isn't something you usually see in a BNI chapter. Okay. I looked it up. I believe there's in the United States, there's five. <laughs> <laughs> that cat that categorize themselves as like a fitness or like really? there 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 are more personal trainers that categorize themselves. Mm -hmm. However, when I'm talking about my business, and I've never even talked about that as a service we offer, yeah. because that's not what I'm trying to go for. So, from a business to business standpoint, B and I might kind of see this as like a dead end for us, hmm. but in reality, like. Everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm working with people. Right. So any business that has people interacting right. with them, I that's, agree that's potentially a customer for me. Yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't look at, you know, anybody in the chapter as far as while wow, their business is more valuable to me than, than other, because just like the story thing, I don't know who they have in their life. Right. Exactly. They're, you talk you know, about a third tier referral. It's, it's unlimited exponential sure. growth. Crazy. Yep. And that's, Again, when you know you're doing BNI right is when you start to get those third tiers. Oh, yeah. Because it's not only the people in the chapter working for you, it's the people in their families, in their network yep. working for you. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. You know, I brought that up just because that's what I've heard, but I 100% disagree. Like, I don't think there's as much of a distinction between B2B and B2C as far as like the mediums of marketing. Yeah, no. Um, needed to, to get there. I mean, even people have asked about this podcast, like, how many leads do you get from your podcast? You know, and it's like, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a totally different angle that we're using, right? Yeah. And it's, it's a slow burn. It's going to take time to be able to track the, the metrics. But yeah. Um, yeah. When I think about like sales in general, everything has to be sold. Yeah. Everything in this room was sold by somebody to someone yeah. else yeah. right yeah and like you said if if you're if you're in business you're probably working with people and somebody has to sell what you guys do you know yeah and what i really like about bni is it's a local yep you know and for us our 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 mission our vision is to touch every home in our community and that's a pie in the sky or ambitious goal maybe but it really, really speaks to Duluth, Minnesota, you know, in the surrounding areas. Yeah. Because we can, we can grow a million followers on YouTube, you know, worldwide, but having good solid third tier referrals here in Duluth, Minnesota through this medium 
is what's actually gonna get us work because we're not yeah. we're not building additions in Texas, you know. Yeah. So I think, and just from like a person who I didn't grow up in Duluth, mm-hmm. but I chose to move here and like I got a job and I want to stay here, all that stuff. For me, it allows me to meet people who are also living in the community. Yep. And that just rings a tone with me. It's yeah. like, well, you know, we live in the same city. We want like Duluth to be better. Right. So I kind of like it that we don't have, you know, big like box name stores or whatever. Being yeah. It's a pretty, uh, it's a, it's a destination for sure, but it, yeah. it has its own character. Yeah. Absolutely. And just like even being represented in BNI, like, do I want a target representative in here? Right. Or would I rather, you know, have somebody like Lene? Right. I would much rather spend money at someone like Lene. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're always more expensive. No. You know. And it just I I see the hustle yep. of these people. Yep. I see the work that they're putting in. I see like back to the story thing. Yep. Sometimes the stories get emotional. Yeah. Like people are invested in the people that they're working with. Oh, yeah. Like I, I want to help. I want to help them if I can. Yeah. Like you said, Chris is this is his baby. Yes. Any business owner, it's literally that's that's what it is. Yeah. There's there's nobody's business in this market that that is better than theirs. <laughs> that's just the reality. Yeah. And and I think to be a good business owner, you have to have that mentality. You do. Yeah. And do. Uh, you have to believe in it with with everything, to. or or it will not work. No. And I take you know, as an employee. Mm-hmm. And I would say that Chris gives all three of us lots of autonomy. Oh yeah. Like he goes out, like he put a lot of trust in me. Hey, I want you to go represent our company, my company. Right. On business time. On business. On Yeah. I want, I want you to go out there and be our biggest advocate. Right. Because I trust you. And as somebody who has came on as a full-time employee, like I really valued the process that it was, it was kind of like a test, you know, mm-hmm. it was a one and a half year process of him trying to see if I'm the right fit oh, yeah. to pass a lot of responsibility off to, to continue to let his baby grow. Yeah. Because if he didn't really trust all three of us, he would have never hired any of us. Right. And he would still be, out there hustling by himself, yeah. but he's been selective and that's, it's paid off for him. It's paid oh, off yeah. for the business. And I know our members appreciate that our team is so strong because sure. they get a lot of interaction with us on a weekly basis and they get those relationships, yeah. which in turn, they trust us a lot. Right. No, it, I a hundred percent agree with that. A business is its people. Yes. That's just, there's, I mean, there's assets, there's vehicles, there's gym equipment and yep. all this, but that stuff's all insured and replaceable. And, but your growth and, and your biggest asset is your people. There's just no question. Yeah. And fortunately, you know, that's not a universal way of thinking, but. No. And it's, I think, I think we've been lucky in our, BNI chapter so far to not come across those kind of people who, you know, want to be a part of this mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't, I don't want to just have a member who's only here for six months because then they, they move on to their next job. Right. I want, I want that entrepreneur or I want, you know, somebody who is invested in their company for the long term. Right. Cause that means that, you know, they want to be here every Tuesday yep. and they want to take the slow, long approach yeah. and make sure that it's done the right yeah, way. I agree. I think, I mean, that's how I've tried to think anyway, is like, if you can have vision and long-term thinking, you'll have better short-term results. For sure. I mean, yeah. it's, but it's hard because we're not wired that way as humans. <laughs> I mean, if you, honestly, it feels good when you get, you know, somebody throws a chunk of money at you right. short-term, you're like, sweet. Right. Like, this is nice. Right. Uh, however, you know, if I get that little sum 
often for a really long time, yep. I'm yep. going to be way happier down the right. road. So the you're right. Yeah. And yep. the, yeah. So from just like an intuit, like an intuition standpoint, it's hard to like kind of turn that part of your brain off for like, right. oh, you know, I could like take this big thing right now and right. I'm going to feel good about it versus do it the right way. Yep. Set yourself up well. So what is, does, does IST uh, have growth plans or like a, are they kind of satisfied with the, the way it's sitting now or? So I would say from a, from a business standpoint, we like the next big change. And I know from an employee standpoint, like all three of us are young, like we're eager, like yep. let's take that next step. And Chris is the boss. So like ultimately the buck stops there. I would say for the business, the biggest step that we will have to take is we're doing things the right way. So we're going to outgrow our space. Sure. Now you can talk to anybody who lives in Duluth. You can talk to Valerie, like a commercial realtor. Mm -hmm. um, our kind of space is hard to come by. Yeah. You need a lot of square footage. You need a lot of square footage. We're really fortunate with the space we have and we can do a lot with it. However, I would see that's, that's probably our, our next big step is, yeah. You know, we're going to outgrow a, a 6,000 square foot facility. We're going to need, you know, an eight or 10 or something like that. As far as programs are concerned, the team is all kind of on the same board, like same page as far as we do the things that we do really well. Mm -hmm. And we're meeting as far as like a financial standpoint and you know, an actual impact standpoint, like we're getting to deal with high school athletes as young as 10 years old, you know, like just kids starting out learning how to move their body up to in the class I coached this morning, I had a 75 year old woman, hmm. like we're hitting a really wide wow. range. And from impact standpoint, that's what you want. We're hitting, we're hitting where we want. Cool. Um, I know in my time in BNI, I have seen a ton of value, like just people talking about their own business, putting more time into social media, putting more time into, you know, website design and stuff like that. In the more immediate future, I would expect something like that from us, sure. Re revamping our web, our website. Yeah. Um, Maybe invest a little bit in the brand and the foundation. For sure. Yeah. Before you and, grow. Yeah. And honestly... Some of that has started in the in the last year or so. I've been past the reins of apparel, so yeah. I so I help with the apparel for the business and and apparel design. Yeah, Kelly has been awesome to work with. Yeah, Kelly from Big Frog. Yeah, we've really fo switched our focus over to her, and she's yeah. it's been good. And something really cool about her team is not only is it a I'm getting my shirts from a local business, mm -hmm. but she has a graphic design team. Yeah, so we've been able to roll out alternate logos and new kinds of pieces of, of apparel. So it's not just t-shirts anymore. Right. Like, cause from a, when you're trying to sell apparel for, for a business, you know, if somebody's wearing it, A, you want it to look good. Yep. And B, if they're wearing it, they're a walking billboard. Oh, yeah. So make it, you know, make it look yeah, cool. Don't just buy the cheapest exactly. yeah. stuff that people just shove in the back of their drawer. Exactly. They, sh they should want to wear whatever you're selling them. Right. It needs to be a quality garment. Exactly. And we've always like taken that approach of like quality. However, if they have, you know, one, two, three of the same shirt, are they going to want to come back and buy something else? Right. So giving them a new option as far as, hey, we got this new style of apparel. Like working with Kelly, we've been able to do an online store. Mm -hmm. Tons of new things. So now any time of the year, they're wearing something IST. Yeah. They're wearing it to the grocery store. They might even be wearing it to like, you know, a concert in the summer. Cause it's like, we got some nice looking apparel now. Yeah. It's like, you can wear that and not, to, not look like you just came from the gym. Yeah, that's cool. So um, it's been really helpful. And those are things that I want to continue to explore. Cause I look at it kind of the same thing as like a podcast. Like yeah. somebody might ask you like, hey, what, like, what are you getting right now? It's not mm. about right now. No. It's about the long term. Yeah. So. No, this this piece of content we're creating today will live forever. Yeah. 
and the benefit could be millions of dollars, honestly. But you yeah, you never beyond know. that, it, it's not always about the money either. You know, no. Like we're, like we're talking here. So I was really excited when you asked me to come on the podcast because one of the coolest things that our team does is usually not in the summer because we get super, super busy, but we also do a podcast. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And we, we never we never looked at it as something that's like we had to do. Yeah. We look forward to it. We get to come in the room together. Like we get to spend as a team, we get to spend time together, oh, yeah. talk about things that we see are valuable and it's, we're not charging anybody for it. What's your podcast called? So it's called the IST CrossFit podcast. Hmm. Yep. Okay, and we've done, check it out. We've done 40 something episodes really? from topics ranging from, Hey, this is the story about how we started versus you know usually a lot of it comes from member suggestions it's like what do you what do you want to hear us talk about yeah because we look at the podcast as i'm providing above and beyond whatever you're paying me yeah like we want to give you more education we want to give you more value than just what i can give you in your one hour with me yeah so it's been really fun and we never saw it this way, but the first time I heard somebody who they came in and tried a free class, and we usually ask people, how'd you hear about us? Because we don't spend that much money on marketing. Mm -hmm. So if we get somebody who it's like, they're completely out, out of nowhere, like yeah. we wanna know. I was listening to your podcast. Right. I'm like, okay, there it is. Yep, it's starting. You know? Yeah, it's starting. Yep. So um, A, it's fun, and B, it's helping take care of our people a little bit more. It gives them that little bit of content. Gives them a resource. Yep. Yep, yep. And and it's really cool for them to be like, hey, I listened to your last episode. I loved what you guys talked about. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna yeah. start I'm gonna start doing that. I didn't know that. I and they're just they're just grateful. Yeah, there's there's a huge internal benefit, whether it's internal to your own team. Yeah. Or and your existing customers. Yeah. Right. Maybe Maybe that's the biggest benefit we've seen, not necessarily, you know, getting leads from it, but it's like continued trust building. Like, hey, these these guys are willing to put themselves out there and talk about the challenges they're having or the yeah. the things that are coming up. You know, it it helps you get through tough times, even. You know, yeah. So there's there's a lot of benefits for sure. Yeah, we were, <laughs> and that was one of the things that we continued to do. Like when we were shut down, it's like, we're going to give you guys a weekly podcast Yeah, because when people have that level of trust and relationship with you, they want to hear from you. Yeah. So it was another way for us to stay connected and continue to provide value. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's something enjoyable and you just, you get to speak to people like really organically mm -hmm. and they, and that resonates with them too. Yeah, The fly on the wall type of content is what's, yeah. Well, it goes back to story. story yeah, you're it's a not story. a produced overproduced piece of content that, you know what I mean? It's you just sitting down and chatting. Yeah. There's no editing or anything no. like it's like, and you know, for me, I've told people when they've asked about it, I said, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I said, I do know one thing. When you sit down and record your conversation, the quality of that conversation goes up. Yep. Like you said earlier, true, you're yeah. trying to articulate your thoughts with brevity or, you know, with as few words as possible. And, and that's takes some brain power and it takes, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's good overall. So, and like you said, it's fun, but yeah. sweet. Well, we're kind of, it's been good, fun little conversation. Maybe we'll kind of wrap up by, like, what is your passion and where do you see your career taking you okay. long term? I would say that I will, f I will forever be in a setting where I'm able to help people. Sure. Is that maybe forever going to be at IST? I don't know. Like, life might change. Will it be maybe I go off on my own and try to do my own thing? Who knows? But I'm always going to be in a position where I'm helping people improve their life through movement. Like I'm really passionate about that. And 
this setting in particular where I get to work with quote unquote normal people Mm -hmm. is where I see I can do the most good. If you would ask me in college, and this is originally where I wanted to go with my career was I was going to end up at, you know, a big division one university strength coach. I was so lucky. I took the internship at IST because I got to see the true benefit that your nine to fiver or your stay at home mom can get from this kind of exercise versus I'm going to a D one university where they've all drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. They don't need any convincing. I'm, I'm not really using the full breadth of my ability as my education and as my, just a person like with, yeah, I could see where the, it wouldn't be as fulfilling. No, like you get to you get to see people on a daily basis, like in a really challenging and like sometimes vulnerable place. Yeah. Like they're working really. Like we ask people to do hard things, yeah. and to see them rise to the occasion every day. I don't ever want to leave a job where I don't get that on a daily basis. Yeah, that's that's really so. Cool. Um, I feel really lucky and. I'm, I'm pretty lucky that I'm at a business that's doing well and it's healthy and I'm going to get to continue to do that. So that's awesome. I, when you, when you say, you know, moving your body, it really makes me think because I started running about a year and a half ago and it was probably, you know, a stressful time in our business. We were trying to get into this new space and Mm -hmm. all that, but it was, it kind of just turned out to be a nice little outlet for for that yeah. and it's really opened my eyes to how how important physical activity is to mental activity and you know and emotionally and yeah. mood and all that but um yeah it'd be a it'd be I, i'm looking forward to looking up your podcast and probably learning more about that but yeah you know just to take off on a run versus like learning how to run is i'm assuming kind of what you're what you guys are doing a lot of or, or yeah and any any type of workout but yeah, and we we really believe that there's no there's no right or wrong way. Sure. Like we are not the be all end all. Yeah. We're an option for people. And that's one of the first conversations, for example, that we have with our boot camp is hey, we're so happy to have you guys here. Like you've committed to the six weeks. We're gonna make that six weeks amazing for you guys. You guys are gonna learn a lot. You guys are going to feel a lot better. Like that's our job. Yeah. If you show up and be consistent, that's what you're going to walk away with. Yep. Now, if after the six weeks you choose to stick with us, great. If we were the kickstart for whatever you're going to go do next, great. Right. Because we've made the impact. Yep. And as long as that cycle of moving my body never stops, yep. we've made the impact that we needed to make. So... From a business standpoint, yeah, maybe I need to be a little bit more greedy and and kind of, <laughs> you, you know, no, like. I don't think so. But from a personal standpoint, I feel, I feel rewarded when, you know, I can at least be a portion of that journey. Yeah. Now, from a business standpoint, when you do things the right way, people choose to stay with you. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the sweet spot. No, that, it, that do, it does have to, to all pencil out at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. You know, money is just simple math addition and subtraction and division you know yeah so well awesome this has been good joe and i really appreciate you coming on today learning more about ist and and specifically bni yeah uh, it's it's helped me even this conversation I've, I've learned a few things and look forward to learning more awesome well thanks for having me um you guys have a great space we get to see it every week but i'm <laughs> glad to be in here so good all right yeah.